0: to a new episode of Athletics for Life podcast. Uh, in this episode, we uh, continue our alumni series, uh, interviewing another uh, couple of alumni from ISU, um, and we talk about their uh, experience with sports, um, how it's kind of molded their life and what they remember, uh, and how they carry those lessons that they learned uh, from ISU and sports now into their everyday life uh, post high school.
1: Yeah, we're very pleased to have uh, Darian and Kayla Breckman on the podcast today. Um, Kayla graduated in 2019 and Darian last year in 2020. Uh, They were both very active in all the sports we offered at ISU. Um, They lived overseas almost their whole life. So uh, now they're back in Denver, Colorado, uh, where they work at the ski resorts. They're heavy into snowboarding. And uh, I know their parents very well because they worked at the international school. So we're very excited to have him here on the podcast and uh, for them to share their story. So we're going over to Darian and Kayla. The Bragmans. <laughs> hey, guys. Hey, how's Hi. How's it going? Hi. How are you doing?
2: Good. How about yourself?
1: Not too bad. It's been a while, guys. Good to see you. Looking happy, yeah. looking uh, looking healthy. Awesome. Yeah. Good. So good that you're here. Um, we have also Mr. Sidi uh, here. Sidi, you want to in- in- introduce yourself first? I think yeah, the know you about that. Yeah, i Mr. Johnson.
0: I was at ASU uh, for quite a while. Now I'm at BSU, uh, but still the same person.
1: So, yeah. <laughs> awesome, guys. So um, we uh, started a podcast last year uh, where we interview uh, different people, uh, alumni. We interview uh, we had ex-o- ex-Olympians on it, training specialists on it. We had athletic directors on it. So a bunch of people. We just try to uh, talk about sports and the influence it gives you in in life and how it helps and you know that kind of stuff. We had Old Rich last week, Wednesday, CD. Yeah. yeah. And he couldn't stop talking, so that was awesome. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we had, uh, for the alumni, we had uh, Buena, uh, Arian Batar, uh um, Namoon, uh Michelle's older sister. I know you know her probably. Yeah. And uh um, Mugi from Aju. Darren, you remember him? Yeah. Um, so uh that's great. So it's good to talk to you guys. So before we start, uh thank you for guys for being here, taking time out of your day to be with us. Um so it's going to be about half an hour we just chat with you and uh, yeah, so first let's let's start um just introduce yourself very briefly.
3: Okay uh, Kayla, I went to ISU. I was class of 2019. I played basketball and volleyball, um, mainly basketball senior year. But yeah, and then I was senior MVP at the tournament in Macau.
1: <laughs> awesome
2: uh, I'm Darian uh, um, I was ISU class graduating class of 2020. Um, My main sport was volleyball, but I also played basketball and football in my first year there, Um, and I also did a little bit of media for the sports as well.
1: Okay, cool guys. Hey, um, and now you are back in Denver. Can you talk a little bit about what you're doing right now?
3: Um, right now, I am currently actually working at a school. Um, I work with twelve to eighteen month olds, <laughs> <Nice>.
1: <laughs> which
3: I totally did for like my cast project and stuff. Was working with little kids, and I have pursued that. And they're paying for me to go to college right now to get my degree oh, wow. in early childhood education. Yeah.
1: Awesome. <laughs> you were talking about that back at Izu already. Yeah, I know yeah. that. Yeah, <laughs> awesome. That's great, Kayla. Yeah. And you're working also at a ski resort, right? Is that correct?
3: Part-time. Yeah. I work rentals. I did that. I did full-time last season at ski school. Um, and then this year I'm doing part-time working at a rental shop just for the get the pass for the mountain. <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah. Are you, Darian. Uh, I'm
2: back here in Denver as well. I work as a lift operator on the resort. So I run the lifts, help people get on them, get off them, um, and make sure that they're running basically. Um, it's basically just kind of while I'm figuring out what I want to study, what I want to do in the future. Um, so nothing too crazy yet.
1: <laughs> cool, and cool. you haven't figured it out, uh, Darien, yet, what you want to study or are you still thinking uh, about
2: I've got some ideas like, you know, in school, I did like the media for the teams cause I kind of want to do photography, like make videos and make documentaries of stuff, you know? Um, but I also, also, um, in like physical activities and fitness, I kind of have been thinking about being an athletic director or being a PE teacher or something. I think that that would be pretty fun or cool as well. <coughs> yeah,
0: it's awesome. enjoyable. It's a, it's a good life. <laughs> um, so uh, most of the time uh, we, we talk about kind of uh, sports and the lessons you learned in sports. Um, so what are some of the things that, uh, kind of stick out in your memory, uh, from, from your time at ISU, uh, playing sports, uh, what are some of the things that are, are the most memorable?
3: Um, one big thing, like, cause it's a team sport is just being a team player in any job that you do. Cause no matter where you work, like you're working with other people. So you have to be a team player. You have to figure out how to work with other people. Um, it's. And it's the same, like for my job specifically, like I've worked in other classrooms, but each classroom has different routines. Just like each game, we got to have different plays. You know, we're playing against a different team who's more challenging. We got to change it up a little bit, you know, what we're doing. And that's what I've kind of learned from playing sports and then putting it into like, actually, you know, challenges in my workplace, Um, just to kind of like, you know, think of it as a play in sports.
1: I'll be with
2: Yeah, uh, I think there's a lot you can learn from sports. Um, one thing that's kind of stuck with me, uh, this year is just being timely. I remember we tried for a while to do like, uh, five, like, um, morning practices, but a lot of people didn't work out. Um, I still continue, like, I'm always thinking that that morning practice has trained me how I can like wake up on time. Cause my job, I have to wake up at like five. There's one shift that's like 6 AM I've got to be there. And so those early morning trainings that, um, we try to do have helped me with time management a lot and then like making the, um, trainings at the end of the day as well, definitely helps still. Um, so that's something that's carried on to my life right now. Um, just making the, making it on time, waking up early. Yeah,
1: I- I personally don't miss those morning sessions, uh, guys. (laughs) That was early, like waking up in minus 30, you know, going to practice, being here at 6. But your dad was always up early, so that was a good motivator, right? He was always here at 5.45 doing his workouts at school. Um, Before you were at ISU, you were in Saudi Arabia for 10 years. Is that correct? Yeah. Yeah. Did you get involved in sports there?
3: Uh, I mean... A little I did a little bit, Darian, not so much. Yeah. I kind that's where I kinda I played volleyball, netball, and a little bit of basketball, but I wasn't too into it. You know, it was very we were at a very large school, so sports were very competitive. it wasn't um, like a smaller school, which was really nice actually about ISU is that it was just super inviting when it came to sports. It wasn't like you're not good, you can't play type of deal like it, you know it just wasn't it didn't like tear you down at isu if you couldn't like play that well
2: <laughs> yeah at our old school i like uh on our compound with a couple of friends we might like be past volleyballs around a little bit but i never like fully joined the teams because yeah, it, it just wasn't as enjoyable um when yeah. i came to isu though i remember going to the trials with Oldridge for the first day He was like, let's just do it because then you can meet the boys there and like get to know our class better. And so I did it and I made the team. And then from there, like I became team captain eventually, like.
0: Yeah. yeah. Do you think you would have uh, would have had as much success in high school had you not tried out for sports and not tried out for volleyball? Mm, I don't know.
2: I think for me personally, I think Doing the sports um, definitely actually helped me get to know people in the school more, which involved me more with the school. And when I'm more involved with the school, I felt uh, at ISU, it just motivates me more to be kind of a, su- a successful student. Um, so definitely trying out for this, the team and making the team introduced me to a lot of the team members. Like Eli, I probably wouldn't have gotten to meet him as early as I did in less had I not joined the team um, and a bunch of other people like that.
1: So guys, you were involved in many aspects of school, uh, you know, in the drama productions and sports. Um, How did those skills transfer? Did did it help you to do many different things at school uh, later on?
3: Mm, It definitely, like, helped just keep a balanced lifestyle. Like, it wasn't just all about school. Like, we still we're playing sports. So we were being active. We were doing dramas. So we were being creative. So like, especially being in an IB program too, that helped us like kind of like think of the aspects of IB of being about having a balanced lifestyle, which definitely really helped in our work today and how we live today, having very balanced lifestyles.
1: So guys, Kayla, you came when you in went to DP one, right? And Daria was in grade 10 when you guys came to ISU. Yeah. Um, if I'm correct. So there, b- did it become harder to balance it? Once you got into the DP program, uh, maybe for you, Kalo, you can also answer this. Was it hard to balance it? Cause it's pretty rigorous program. The DP one.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: Uh, it was definitely a little bit harder. The, the, the pressure of having two whole years into one exam at the end, you kind of start thinking like, um, you need to know the information you're studying. Yeah. And so you think about like, when you start to forget the first couple of topics and you're like the end of the first year, you're like, I need to like restudy those for the exam and get to know them. But you also want to balance your sports and your creative aspects of your life, like the theater. Um, so it definitely gets a bit harder to balance them, but there are some teachers that would help you, um, deal with that. Like Mr. Fanford helped us restudy earlier topics in his class. He offered us like a restudy class, uh, restudy period where we would go in and just kind of study the topics and ask some questions if we needed to. So it got harder for sure, um, but it also developed those skills of being able to actually balance it while it's really difficult to balance it. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, true story. So guys, uh, looking a little bit at your, cause I worked with your parents and we're good friends, right? Did they, how was their support in, uh, was it important uh, for their support to go to do all these different things?
3: Yeah, it was definitely very important because, I mean, every kid strives to like make their parents proud. And uh, when they support you in everything that you do, it just makes you feel good about yourself in a way. And it makes you feel successful. And it's, um, and especially our parents, like they, they wanted us to get good grades, but they weren't going to like get mad at us if we didn't get good grades. They said, you tried and now you know what you did learn from your mistakes and try better next time and it was always like that since we were little kids it's always been like that so just that style of parenting that they had for us where it was just like if you don't succeed at first try again like that's just that kind of support from them definitely like aided us to be like who we are today definitely
2: yeah and especially i found myself in, in our old school, I never really played sports. And so I didn't really know this by myself, but I found myself to be a lot more of an athletics person. I actually really enjoyed like the athletics program at ISU. And so then my academics started slipping a little bit, you know? And so to have um, our parents there to help us like be like, yo, you need to pick this back up and like um, mm-hmm. rebalance everything, get stuff back on track where it needs to be back on track,
3: yeah.
2: you know, and refocus yourself.
0: It's awesome that your parents were, were really supportive. Uh, I think it helps that, uh, you know, they were in the school. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah. so that, that definitely helps. Uh, uh another way that, uh, parents, uh, from our schools often show their support is, um, in sending their kids to Akamas, right. Uh, that's a big part of our, our seasons is going to that Akamas tournament. Um, Can you just talk a little bit about what those trips meant to you and maybe some things that you remember from the trips uh, now that it's been a few years since you've been?
3: Um, I've honestly, like all my friends out here that I've met, like I still wear my like warm up shirt and my like, (laughs) (laughs) and and they're like, oh my God, like, where's that from? And I'm like, yeah, I went to school in Magalhães, you went to this tournament in Macau. And like, it's just cool to like, you know, talk to your friends who have never left the U.S., Mm -hmm. and just be like yeah I went here and they're like oh my god that's so cool and it's just talk to them about like my experience overseas is one thing and then just taking away from like the experience of a tournament like overall that was just like I always think about it all the time like I want to play basketball again I want to be in a tournament like I think about it daily about (laughs) like picking it back up and trying to find a way that I can like go play on a team or something like it's just one of those things you take with you for the rest of your life
2: yeah it's the same with me it's definitely like one of those really good experiences that i'm glad i had and i wish i could do more of and i want to do more of when i get the opportunity to but with covid locked in right now there's like no volleyball gyms open at all mm-hmm. up here so i can't go anywhere to play right now um but like the experiences of going to Acmas is definitely one of those things that like you come back to the states and you like talk to other people about sports or like they see your um, ACMA shirts or that you're from coming from Mongolia and they're like they've never left the United States they might have gone to like a different state or something and so they're like yeah I was in Washington and like I made a trip to um, New York for like a week and then they're like but you went to mongolia and, and to travel to china for a sports tournament and it's yeah. like it's a really cool experience to have as as high schoolers you know
1: yeah mm-hmm. yeah darren you in the last trip you made was no that, that was the volleyball one uh, we will talk yeah. about it a little bit but you also went one time with us to macau uh as as a, as a media person i'm happy i was able to uh, to get you over with us uh, as yeah. our isu media how was that experience for you because then you were not playing you were in a different role
2: yeah I, that was really fun for me i enjoyed um it was cool because then usually we come home with a lot of uh, since i was the media person but i was also a player on the boys team i couldn't take photos how i wanted to like you know when you're doing like media stuff, when you have like, you wanna make an ACMAS video or or, like whatever, you have like an idea of kind of how you want it to turn out in the end in your head at the beginning. Obviously it's not gonna go exactly as planned, but because of that, I got a lot of photos of the girls teams of how I wanted it to be, or like a lot of videos of how I wanted it to be. But then you can't really get the same photos on the bench of the boys team or the same videos. And so you kind of just have to go with what you get. But being able to actually go as a media person was really cool because then I can actually try to do a bit more to get more of the result that I wanted. And I think that that video, as much as it wasn't the idea I had in the beginning, it was still a lot better than the other ones. And then it was also really cool because there was a media person for Macau. um, She was doing like an internship or something and she, she actually had like a sta- a camera stabilizer, something I've never had for my camera. And she let me borrow it for a lot of the trip. So it was pretty awesome to be able to get to use that and to talk to other people who um, make videos and all that stuff to get more ideas and to learn more about the process and how other people do it compared to what I do.
1: Awesome. So we will. And uh, you made a great video for us for the F, uh, for the awards banquet. So I will drop that in the in the description uh, so for for people to watch. Um, Kayla, so you, your last trip was Macau. Am I correct? Yes. Yeah. And you got the uh, MVP for the girls' basketball team. Yeah. Why? Why? Why did you think you got that MVP? What was special I, about that tournament for you?
3: I don't know, cause <laughs> I mean. It was a hard tournament, like not going to lie. Like we, we, we worked really hard, like all of us did. And we still, I mean, we got what last eighth place, (laughs) but we worked our butts off, you know, and it was our first tournament in the orange division. So, you know, going to say that was good, but um, I honestly wasn't expecting it. Like there was some other girls that I was like, Oh, these, this person should get it or this person. Like when Mr. Dole asked me like, who do you think should be MVP? I was like, I really don't know. Cause we all did really good. <laughs> so I don't know if it was just that answer or how I was playing. Like we all played really hard. I feel like I played really hard. Um, so I'm, I'm honestly not sure how I got it. <laughs> um, Cause we all did amazing. Like for our first time in the orange. <laughs>
1: Yeah, you, you were great. I think you got it because you made Mr. Dole cry, and I've never seen Mr. <laughs> Dole cry before. So no, you <laughs> were great. <like>, it was <laughs> well, all your girls did at the end. Uh, but uh, your the thing is for you. I know why you got it. It was your overall performance, of course, on the court, but also outside. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, at the hotel, at the flights, everything. It's a whole picture that we take so uh, that's why you got it so uh yeah that was great it was a great it was <laughs> great to, it was great to be there with you guys
0: mm-hmm. um you mentioned that uh, you guys went to the orange division and i know just from talking with uh mr copes that it, the orange division is was a step up in kind of the competitiveness right it was uh, yeah it was much more difficult, right? Where blue division, the teams were good, but you could compete. You were, you're kind of on par with them. Uh, mm-hmm. What was it like to go to Macau and then uh, to play against some of those teams that are from schools that are much bigger. They have a much larger talent pool. Um, kind of how did, how did that go? Uh,
3: it was nerve wracking at first. Cause we just, you know, we would get close and then we lose and we kept losing and losing and losing. But Like, honestly, from that experience, um, and honestly, what Mr. Dole had told us is that we learned from that um, tournament. Like, we learned how to better ourselves. We knew what we did wrong. And he told us we did really good for playing against a lot of, like, really good teams. And just that challenge in general um, made us better players in the long run, you know.
1: Yeah, definitely. Definitely. It's all about the experiences, right? And you remember those skills that you gained from that. Um, Yeah, it was a tough tournament because the level was up. You played from small schools to uh, Nanjing and Macau with 1,500 kids. So coming from a small school in Mongolia, that's tough. Um, Darian, so remember when you came uh, into the volleyball team, we were playing in the blue division. Yeah. Uh, I think you've got third place in Beijing. I don't know Mr. C.D. was there. It was a great final between the American school and the Canadian school. Um, then we moved to the Orange Division. You guys got sixth place, I think, in... Yeah, I think so. Shanghai. Shanghai. And then the year after that, you guys uh, went all the way to the final, which was uh, an amazing road, a ride that we'd had over there. What do you think got you guys to that point where you actually competed with them and went to the final. What was the key here?
2: I think it was our team. Our team was, like, that year, the Nanjing year, where we got second place, was a really good team. And um, also, going back to the Shanghai game, our first time in Akamas, we kind of got to see what we're actually up against. So, like, we saw how how all the other teams played, and we're like, we were not going to be as good as we used to in blue division we're going to need to step up our game and start like learning a lot more about the sport and practicing a lot more um practicing a lot harder and so that next year um we got lucky we got a new kid that went and played volleyball in Australia and so he knew a lot and so we kind of took a lot of what he knew and helped the team learn from that and then when we actually went there you know we tried our best and played our best games and we had a team that had trained a lot more together and had played on the weekends together and developed a really strong team chemistry and we knew how to work together and we knew what we needed from each other in order to get as close as we can to winning and we all had that motivation we knew how to um give each other that motivation like if i remember from the beginning of the tournament we were kind of getting beat a little bit. And so Cosmo was down, kind of down. He wasn't really feeling it, but then we like hyped him up. And then he became the hype man and he started <laughs> hyping up the rest of the team whenever like we lost the point or something, you know? And so having that team chemistry and knowing what each person on the team needed to get us motivated to win the games and to get us motivated to get that next point that we needed and stuff like that was um, really good for us getting to that final.
1: Yeah. And if you look at it from, from my perspective, I was just there as a spectator, to be honest. Uh, I know your dad came over from Beijing, which was awesome uh, to see him again. Uh, Mr. Bolt and I were just spectators because you guys knew everything, did everything. uh, And we just made sure everybody was playing and got their time on the court and just calmed you down when needed. But you guys had that intrinsic motivation to succeed. And even if you would, even if you have lost that, uh, that, uh, that quarterfinal game against SIS, which was the fourth, because you, you were fourth in the pool against number one, even then it, it would have been fine. But that moment was just amazing and just everything got together. So, uh, you know, it takes time. It takes time. And sometimes, guys, you're just lucky. Someone comes over yep. and that's it. You know, you, you can be the worst team in the league and one great player comes over and everything gets together. So sometimes you're just lucky. But yeah. your, your consistency, um, all the boys, you know, it took you guys three years to get to that goal, and then when you succeed uh, you don't win the final but you succeed, which mm-hmm. is that was amazing it was amazing to witness i watched the uh, i watched the final once in a while and I'll put the link down in the description too <laughs> <laughs> uh-huh. So, guys, let's talk a little bit about uh, now you guys are being back in the U.S. It was very interesting talking to Aldrich uh, about him reconnecting with his fellow Czech people over there,
0: yeah. uh,
1: that he also feels a bit out of touch sometimes. Uh, volleyball gives him a way to connect with, with the guys in his teams. How was it for you guys when you came back um, to reconnect? Because you never actually lived in the U.S., right? Or did, did you when you were younger?
3: Like little. <laughs> little. A little, yeah. yeah, for so I moved out here not, uh, yeah, after as soon as I graduated. So I did summer, I did mountain operations in the summer, and we had J1s, which are all our like international people, mm-hmm. um, that come out here. And honestly, like that helped my transition to move out here, just having like all these foreign people around me, just what I'm used to, like just. That helped a lot because my dad told me he's like, you're gonna have a culture shock going back to the U.S. <laughs> and so, yeah, just the J1 program that um, Vale Resorts has like completely helped me. Like, all my friends were J1, so I didn't have any like American friends yet. Like, all the people I made connections with and Mike was cool with were all the J1
1: people. And for you, Darian? Yeah,
2: it's been a bit of a weird one because um with corona this year there's not as many j1s because they can't travel here and so it's a lot more americans and uh I, i don't really see them outside of uh work because we've got all these procedures you know we're not allowed to have so many guests in the house and we can't like you know do all these things um but at work it's still interesting to interact with them because they're different than the people you meet overseas and it's interesting to how how your perspective of the world is different to theirs because you've seen so much more and they've been in the United States and it's really cool to like talk to them about it you know
3: yeah. I definitely struggle with my boss sometimes <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah. who
1: doesn't uh, <laughs> Who does it? yeah, it doesn't matter where you are. <laughs> so guys, are you uh, what are you doing right now? Uh, I know the whole COVID situation doesn't make it easy. Uh, well, what do you now uh, to stay fit? Uh, you snowboard or you ski or you do workouts at home? Um,
3: I snowboard and I actually just picked up skiing, so I've been doing both. Mm-hmm. I've
1: seen some videos, Kate. that looks good. You're getting there.
3: <laughs> I'm working on it. <laughs> <laughs>
1: working on it how <laughs> about yeah, you darian um
2: as part of my job to snowboard so i i've been picking up snowboarding and on the weekends i'll go as well for a couple hours um but then also just like like this week i've got, gotten back into working out in the mornings which is weird because i have to be at work at five or i have to um like <laughs> be at work early so i have to wake up even earlier wow. um so i've gotten back into working out in the morning to stay fit and then um i snowboard on the weekends when i can and uh this summer i'm hoping to start biking again for sure just the little things to keep healthy
3: yeah there's a lot to do up here in the summer i'm gonna get a dirt bike this summer and do that Ooh. <laughs> go on some awesome. trails <laughs>
0: yeah it sounds perfect especially with the uh with corona and if there's still uh you know kind of safety measures in place then you guys can get outside and you, it's better to go with friends but you don't always have to right you can yeah, yeah, you yeah. just kind of go with a just small group couple people
1: yeah.
0: yeah hey guys we're going uh
1: towards the end uh of our podcast um so there's loads more to talk with you guys about, but uh, maybe for next time, but uh, we don't want to take it too like, too, too much of a time. Hey, looking back at all the experiences, uh, if, if someone is looking at our podcast, you know, a, a younger student, uh, what would you tell them? Um, and if they're like deciding, I want to play some sports, what would you advise them?
3: I would say just do it like if you're thinking about it just do it try it out and if you don't like it then you don't like it and if you do then stick with it like there's no point in going through life just thinking about doing something and not doing it because you'll regret it when you're older.
2: Yeah definitely just go for it because when I when uh, Ulrich pulled me into that volleyball um, tryouts I didn't think I would make the team you know I was just like okay I touched a volleyball like I could try this and then I made the team and Um, ask the more experienced players for help because they can definitely show you some tips on how to get better faster and they can definitely help you get engaged with the team. Um, Just don't be afraid. Try it out. When you make the team, don't be afraid of your teammates. Talk to each other.
1: It's
0: funny, Darian, because Aldrich said that you dragged yeah, I was him just into the trial. <laughs> <laughs> Each of them is blaming the other one. Like, hey, you pulled right? <laughs> me into this. I'm like, so who's right here?
1: Maybe we both uh, were just some. some sometimes you only. Huh?
2: Maybe some sort of mutual agreement. He was like, "Should we try it?" And then I was like, "Maybe should we try it?" And then we we're just like, "Let's just go for it," I guess.
0: Uh, maybe they both thought the other one was more uh, confident in right, wanting to join. When really, both of them were apprehensive. But yeah, that's awesome. That's funny. Um, uh, just to end, uh, what what do you think is the biggest lesson that you've taken away from from sports in your time at ISU?
1: Uh
3: a lot. <laughs>
2: yeah, you learn a lot from sports. To so choose the biggest lessons.
3: Yeah, because it's it's all about being team players. You learn how to work with others. Yeah. It's all about having a balanced life. Um, There's just so many things that go into like team sports that you can take away for life skills.
2: I think like right now, like the biggest thing that I learned from sports that's ap- applicable to my life currently is just working with others. Because mm-hmm. um, at my job, you know, a lift station has like three other people and you have to Together, guide people onto the to the lift. Some people who have never been on a ski lift before and have never like skied or snowboarded, and so they they struggle already. And then you've got to be like coaching them onto the chair, and then you know you've got to work with your um, ski lift buddies to like get people on the chair safely and like try as much as you can <laughs> to not have to stop it.
3: Yeah, um, reflexes so, is yeah. another one. I learned a lot of reflexes. <laughs> I work with little kids, so I gotta be like. <laughs> <laughs> so reflexes is a big one that is applicable to me. <laughs> yeah, just putting that hand out to get the ball. Just like their head. Hey <laughs> mm-hmm.
1: okay, guys, hey, we would uh, like to thank you so much for being here today. It's always great yeah. to ch- to catch thank up you. with former students uh how you how you guys are doing um please stay in touch um, yeah. yeah please do uh say hi to your parents we
3: will. and uh
1: yeah so for next year the uh so darren you are thinking to uh, you know pe athletic directors uh next year yeah. the the big conference uh, is in denver for oh. in uh, christmas time so uh i hope Fingers crossed that I I can able be able to go there. So we'll definitely come up and uh, say hi to you guys. All right, hey. yeah,
3: <laughs> that'll be awesome.
1: Good. So we will share the podcast, guys. Once we've edited, uh, Mister Lillis is the man in charge. Uh, he does mm-hmm. everything. So have a look at uh, at our YouTube channel. It's awesome. He's yeah. a magician, and you know that, uh, Darren, with all the stuff. Yeah. So uh, <laughs> if you want more information about it, Darren, just 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 contact him or, or me. Right. Okay. Yeah. Need some help. Yeah, thank you guys for being here. Yeah, thanks a lot. Thank you for
3: having us. <laughs>
2: thanks
1: for inviting us to the call. Bye, guys. Thank Bye. you so much. Bye. Bye-bye. Bye. Okay, that was our interview with Darian and Kayla Brackman from Denver, Colorado. Uh, it was great to catch up with them. Uh, they look great. They look healthy. They look uh, safe over there. So it was good to, to chat with them and see that they're doing really well over there.
0: Yeah. It was a, it was a good interview. Uh, First uh, duo interview, I guess. Uh, So that was, uh, that was fun. Um, What, what stuck out to me was kind of how fondly Kayla talked about the, the tournament where they, they took eighth place, right. She mentioned they took eighth place. It took last, Uh, but how they tried hard, uh, they played well, they became better players. And uh, you know, you could tell just from the way she was talking about it, that she has fond memories of that tournament. Right. And that, it, it, in that regard, it was a success. right? You don't have to win the tournament. You don't really even have to win any games. It helps. It helps make it more fun, but uh, you don't have to in order to have a successful tournament, a successful experience. Uh, yeah. So I think for me, that was one of the big takeaways from the, from the interview.
1: Yeah, they both mentioned teamwork a lot, and especially in in, in the jobs that they're doing right now, uh, a lot of teamwork. Uh, Kayla works with little, with little little kids now, and Darren uh, as a mm-hmm. ski lift operator. Um, I what I what stuck out for me was the I was very happy that we gave them a, an opportunity to play. Um, mm-hmm. But of course, we are we are a small school, and we have a smaller talent pool, so it's a bit easier maybe to jump into a tryouts. Uh, but if they did not have that opportunity, I'm not sure they would have found some found something else, for, for sure. But I was very happy that we gave them the opportunity and that they learned from those experiences. Uh, Darian became a really good volleyball player. Kayla learned so much from her basketball and other experiences. So I was very happy that uh, that they were able to do that.
0: Yeah, I think uh, you know by the end, I think Darian was a very skilled volleyball player uh, that they could play on one of the bigger school teams. Right. But like you said, if, I think if he were to have started at a bigger school, uh, you know, they, they, he might not have even tried out. Um, you know, he's the type of kid that, that probably had to really work to become as skilled as he was. Uh, because I, I, I can remember him back when he was in year 10. Uh, and there's a huge difference from, from when he started volleyball to where he ended because at the end he, he could smash the ball. And yeah. so, um, yeah. I think like you said, if, if he had gone to a, a larger school, um, yeah, he might not have had that opportunity. So I think, uh, that's just kind of one of the pluses to being at a smaller school sometimes is that you do get those opportunities. You can play all three sports. You can yeah. try drama and theater and, uh, just, uh, just one of the perks sometimes of going to a smaller school.
1: Yeah. And with this podcast, we also try to connect, uh, parents, CD and, um, uh the importance of uh, of of their parents uh, i've 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 witnessed it uh, myself you know they never pushed them to do anything but they gave them the opportunity and they supported them i think that's very important to you know endeavor whatever was uh, was was available at ISU, they went into drama production Darian king with us to do the media for a tournament so he had a different role and you need parents to support you with that uh, you need parents to pay your tickets right you need mm-hmm. parents that give you time off school to go there i think it's very important so uh the kids learn a lot from those experiences so if you just if you tell them just focus on academics they might miss out on important life skills
0: yeah yeah definitely definitely so with that uh let's bring our episode to a close uh if you like the video uh, hit the like button don't forget to subscribe you can always leave us a comment down below and if you want to keep in touch so thanks for watching See you next time. Thank you, everyone.
1: Bye-bye.